So hello, everybody. Welcome to Tubigant Radio, the February episode. And as promised uh, in the Christmas episode, I would like to also make other people work for that very podcast. And this is why I dragged uh, Niels, Niels Seppe from Tubigant Calling into the podcast, because he actually set up a very, very special and nice thing for the month of January. His project is called Soberjugend. It's a very relevant uh, uh, project, as it turned out. And this is exactly the reason why I'm turning the mic over to um, to Niels, who's taken over the podcast. And I'll be, for the first time, after 75 episodes, for the first time, I'll be a guest on my own podcast. So, Niels, take over. Thank you for that. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, today, we are here online on Zoom with our friends, Gracie, Kevin, and Benjamin. And we will be talking a bit about the subject alcohol, or should we rather say taking a break from drinking alcohol? We will also be discussing Soberjugend, one month without alcohol challenge, and try to figure out why so many happy drinkers decided to pause the normal alcohol habits and what kind of benefits it brought to them in return. So let's start this interview by presenting our guests. Please introduce yourself to the listeners and tell them your warrior name and where you're from and what chapter you're located in. And so ladies first. Let's, let's be gentlemen and start with the ladies. Gracie. Hi, everybody. Um, I am Gracie Green. I am from the Los Angeles Turbo Judgeon. Um, I am from California. Uh, yeah, that's, your, uh, that's your, me. Your warrior name? I am Ladybug Daisy. There we go. Let's pass that on to Kevin. Hello, I'm Kevin Brooks. That is my professional name. My comedian party name is Kevin Von Helvet. I'm from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. I'm president of Turbo Vancouver, Turbo Yuga Vancouver. And my warrior name is Rad Mongo. And there I'm drinking go. 0% beer right now. <laughs> Cheers <laughs> to that one. And last and not to forget, Benjamin. All right, everyone. So uh, my name is Benjamin Tendrich Knezhvich. Uh, I'm uh, from the Turbjugan Dublin chapter, uh, but I'm currently based in Sweden, in, uh, in Malmö. And uh, my warrior name is uh, Politruk Dikeberta. There we go. Well, thanks for doing this one with us. And um, thank you for introducing yourself. Let's move on to the topic for today, being sober. So let me start by asking you guys, how long have you been sober so far? And we can start with Benjamin. Well, for me, it hasn't been very long. Uh, like last time yesterday, I had a little dinner party with a friend, shared a bottle of wine, but except that, quite sober. Uh, don't drink much at all, really. So. <laughs> yeah, because you were also starting um, during the sober January, but uh, kind of decided to also have the perks of drinking a bit once in a while. Exactly. Um, for me, it's more important to, uh, to not go all out with the drinking. So it's, so it's more about, you know, if I, if I sit down with a couple of buds, I can have a pint or, or a glass of wine or something like that. Uh, but I'll, I'll try to avoid, you know, well, try to avoid, you know, getting shit-faced or, you know, have an all-night bender. So, uh, so once in a while, I might, you know, um, switch around. So I'll be drinking a couple of uh, alcohol-free beers, maybe have a couple, 
there are maybe five percent and then back to drinking alcohol free ones you know to just keep it on a very steady level so uh, so it's more about not overdoing it really from for my perspective drinking That's- as an adult Basically, yes. I'm 25, right? You know, I got to grow up at some point. <laughs> and is some, just one question. Is it something that you always do just to never go overboard? Or is it just this thing that you're doing for January only? Uh, just for January. Like the thing is, uh, as a, currently as a full-time student at Lund University, I, I have a lot of essays and studies to get through. And uh, for about a year now, I've been regularly uh, going to the gym uh, and stuff like that. So it's like to to actually go out and drinking regularly doesn't really work with with my lifestyle that I have right now. So I mostly avoid uh, drinking at all in the first place. And then once in a while, I might just go out for an absolute bender and then just get destroyed. So so now it's more to just uh either not drink at all by majority and then maybe at least have a glass of wine here or there like i had with my friend yesterday and that's about it like so trying to keep it very very clean so to say yeah i can also uh, say that i've seen you uh way over shit faced many many times so, <laughs> but i'm happy it's getting better for you uh, uh, I'm I'm sorry. I, w- I would like to call my lawyer before continuing this <laughs> So, what about you, Kevin? How long have you been sober? Uh, what what day is it? I started um, I started around noon. I guess I stopped partying around noon on January first. So I knew I was I knew I was shutting her down for a month. So I fucking <laughs> went all out uh, New Year's Eve and uh, may have, may have done a little more than drinking. So I stayed up till yeah, about noon on January first. Laid my head down, and since then I haven't drank. Um, I actually started this going with friends, two of my best friends, uh, fucking Nick, the incredible Boyad, and uh, fucking Puke, we call him. He's a beauty. <laughs> just we'd all been drinking a lot, being on the break, and it was just Luke was like, "Man, let's do this. Let's do sober January." And then, and then Turbo Yugen was doing it too, so I was like, "Oh fuck yeah, I'll join in on that." I feel great, like it's. Um, I lost all my work. I'm a public speaker. I do comedy, performer. I travel. Um, and just with COVID, it, it all shut down in March. So I've been home and there's fuck all to do. So I just found myself drinking more and more, which is all right. You know, I did a lot of uh, late night, all night Zoom parties with Turbo Yugen friends that I fucking never met before. Some that I had and some new made new friends. But what I found since I've been off it is I've been just so productive in those three weeks and just uh really trying to get business going again because i gotta do something because I, i can't just fucking sit around and wait for this covid shit to be gone so um yeah it's been good. I, feel, i feel really good i've been riding like my hand cycle i've been cooking not ordering in any shitty food i think i've lost some weight i think my dicks got bigger and uh <laughs> i'm still very fuck i'm happy man like i'm drinking these They're not even beers, but I feel like I'm partying right now, which kind of makes me rethink everything about alcohol because I'm having a fucking blast and there's no booze. Yeah, so for the record, yes. uh, we're enjoying here um, alcohol-free uh, beers and uh, rattlers. And yeah, um, I got a Grolsch rattler. There we go. It's not it's not the same actual feeling like drinking a beer, but it does the trick, right? These are good too. These are uh i think these i don't know if those are, are american like or something. odols yeah. 
But yeah, uh, out here. Let, let's pause that for a second because that's actually going to be talked about uh, later in this episode. But Gracie, how long have you been sober? Um, I started after our Zoom on New Year's. Ah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, the first like 4 a.m. that day. That was after the great uh, festival of seven days of Zooming from yes. uh, Christmas to uh, New Year's Eve. Nice. Yes. And I feel kind that many people experienced that they, they partied so hard on New Year's Eve yeah, because they knew they were going to face the uh, truth of, of uh, staying a bit away or lose on alcohol the next couple of months. Yeah. Um, and I would like to ask you also, why did you decide to uh, join or try out the Sober Yugen Challenge? You know, I was sober for like 10 years Uh from 2018, uh, December of the 7th, when I um, actually got accepted in, my husband and I got accepted into the Triple Judge in Los Angeles. I was sober. My drink was a Shirley Temple. Um, and then I celebrated. And then shortly after that, uh, New Year's uh, 2019, I just started drinking again. Um, and I just kept drinking. Uh, from being sober for so long and then just start drinking, I was just enjoying life. And uh, that's what I was going to do. And I kept doing it. And uh, I've, I've had a good time. I've enjoyed meeting so many people worldwide with your Zoom chats. And it's been a pleasure to just be on them. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what, I, it's time. I'm getting a little, little chubby, a little fat here. You know, um, I want to try to get a little bit more fit and just uh, try something new. Um, I'm going to probably not drink so much uh, after the, the month is over. I'm going to try to get more on the healthier side and get a little bit more fit. So that's just, uh, yeah, that's kind of what I've been doing. And I haven't drank any non-alcoholic beer. I've been drinking energy drinks, water, um, some 0% water with like pineapple. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been, been okay. Yeah, great. That's a great job. And um, for you all, do you feel any difference like on your body or mind or maybe daily routines of after quitting alcohol for a longer period. I feel like um, almost, I, sorry, go ahead, Gracie. Oh, no, no, it's cool. No, no, I, I feel, I feel better. Yeah. I feel better. I feel healthier. I mean, that's like the number one thing I feel, I feel more, you know, just here in the present, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, agree. I, I feel, I pro go ahead. Uh, yeah. I'm going to I, another I fucking rattler. <laughs> <laughs> you do so, no, but I, but I can definitely uh, I will. feel uh, that that, it, uh, that you become like a way lot healthier, um, uh -huh. especially as uh, I usually have quite long breaks from drinking and then just going sober for like a month, two, three sometimes, mm -hmm. and then when you go back to it, you can really feel how it affects your body, especially if you're partying regularly, and it's like you need more sleep. You get more tired. You don't have the same focus. You don't have the same energy at the gym and stuff mm. like that. So, so it's a very big difference uh, personally to be fully sober and having periods where I'm actually partying. Um, yeah, I prefer both. Like, I wouldn't say that I prefer one of them. I think they're uh, they have their own positive aspects in both ways. One is maybe a bit more fun, but the other <laughs> one maybe gives a bit more long term, I'd say. So uh, I, I like the, the ability to be able to 
do one for, for a certain amount of time and then go back for a little bit and then go back sober again and keep it like that. Yeah. Yeah, I think I see everybody is nodding here in the chat. I, I think everybody agrees on that. Um, and I mean, it hasn't been super much party since we are in the big pandemic situation, but do you feel like it would be a taboo not to drink alcohol when partying or being social with the other Jugends, for example, at Tuba Jugend get downs or parties or concerts? Well, I've, the... had, I've, I've had it yeah. once. I was once at the Veltube Jugend talk in Hamburg and I had a, I had a weird um, infection here and in the throat area. And it, what what happened to me is I was waking up, and as I was waking up, the, the fever started. And at, at the at the at eight o'clock at night, I had almost forty degrees fever, which is oh. almost almost lethal, right? Yeah, I, I don't have the Fahrenheit, but it's it must be close to hundred, whatever, which is officially dangerous. So I had to not drink because I didn't want to drink, obviously, but I wanted to stay there at the Veltube. You can talk it. So when I then I experienced the whole mayhem and I was like, at some point it was either my body telling me to go to to, to freaking bed, <laughs> or the whole atmosphere is like, okay, I can those dialects, I don't, it's too too much for me. But usually, um, yeah, after all those years in the Jugend, when I was first beginning and uh, starting my Jugend, it was in two thousand and three. I was uh, younger, obviously, it was in my late twenties, and. I noticed that after uh, the World Super Jugend Tage, after four or three, people were hugging and greeting me, and I never, I never met them, but they did met me. They meet, they meet me, uh, but I never realized that I was actually, I, I got to know them. So over the years, it it, it sort of flatted out a bit. But um, going back to your question, I think I would have a hard time. I yeah. could do it, but I, have, I would have a hard time partying with all those freaks. Yeah, it's it's, freaks. it's the same old situation. Like when you're when you're sober and everybody else of your friends are super drunk and retarded, you it's like kicking in the door to Mordor and just I don't want to go there. Uh, I don't I know. I could I could do it, but I don't even I don't think I'd want to do it. Like I associate getting together with turbos. It's party time. I'd rather be like, fuck it, I'm not going to party for a month and wait till. We all get together. Now, I think if it's a smaller hangout, you know, if I'm getting together with a couple of people from my chapter, I'm going to go for, you know, dinner or some shit to not to have a couple non-alcohol beers easily. But mm. if it's something like punk rock bowling in Vegas, which is, you know, here in North America, that's our fucking for me anyway. That's my big get down with everyone. Yeah, I, I don't know. That that would be fucking that'd be interesting sober. I don't know if I'd way rather do it drunk and high as fuck personally <laughs> it is kind of scary to think of isn't it that's weird well, i can say that that in the 2019 when i started drinking again throughout that time frame it wasn't steady so i had been going out with everybody and a lot of the times they're like hey why don't you drink it i'm like oh no you know I, i'm not doing it and then yeah. you know after after months had gone by throughout the year of 2019 i found myself saying eh, why not why not just one beer So then it wasn't so steady until the end of 2019 for me. And then when that pandemic hit, man, that beer just was my friend. Uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Well, for me personally, uh, I've also doing a lot of Zoom chats and uh, I can really see 
the big contrast between uh, sober people and super drunk people also in the in the conversations of course and the and the mood and the things that people are willing to discuss why they are um, <laughs> drinking a lot of alcohol and who, is the, who has you? the better mood Uh, definitely the sober, uh, the sober guys. <laughs> Funny who's, enough, who's, who stays up later? Definitely the drunk partiers, right? <laughs> yeah, but 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 it's also quite fun to it. I mean, it's like looking at a circus, you know, just uh, sitting in a corner and observing people saying stupid things. Uh, you can really see the difference there. Uh, so that's that was quite fun for me uh, in the Zoom chats, uh, at least. Um, but also, I think it would be maybe weird i mean it is possible there's a lot of other tribugan people uh from our friends that that staying sober and and do yeah. have the skills to to party together with their their drunk friends and, and and i think that's that's very important to to see that it's okay not to drink you don't need to drink when you're at tribugan parties you don't i won't name any names yeah. but i know a turbo yugan friend who quit drinking years ago and just does nothing but cocaine and he's having a great that person's having a great time yeah like my husband <laughs> doesn't miss alcohol one bit fucking huge bag of booger sugar everywhere that person goes And uh, I know this person, Gracie. <laughs> did you call his fun bag booger sugar? <laughs> I did, yes. Oh well, man. Well, to get back on track, um, I would like I would like to ask you if you feel like is it easier to quit alcohol when you're doing it together with a group of friends, or would you rather do it alone and uh, as a solo project? I'd probably definitely do it alone. Uh, like. First of all, I really don't like preaching, you know, oh, let's go sober together. You know, it's like it, it's it's really, you know, not uh, not my monkeys, not my circus, but somebody else does. <laughs> uh, so so because of that, I just keep it to myself, basically. Um, oh, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like um, but I usually don't even have the issue with like sitting with people that are drunk and just drinking alcohol free anyways. Mm -hmm. uh, I usually just don't mention that it's actually alcohol-free beer. Everybody thinks I'm fucking stupid anyways. So it's like, <laughs> there's no difference anyways, sober or drunk, so. <laughs> uh -huh, yeah. I like the group thing because I think it, it, it gives accountability. Like, I know I had a bit of a rough fucking day last week, you know, just financial shit. I was trying to get this fucking loan. Then I found out my identity got stolen. All these credit cards showed up in my mail. And I'm like, I would love, and I'm, I've quit smoking and vaping too, since this, I'm oh, trying to do that. So I've gone cold Turkey on alcohol and nicotine since January 1st. And oh. they definitely go together. Like to not, <laughs> I'd never quit smoking if I wasn't also not drinking, but I was like, fuck, I want to drink and I want to smoke just really stressed out. And I thought about that. I'm doing this this weekend. And I'm like, I don't want to go in there and be like, ah, fuck. And I also, my buddies that we went in on it, we put a hundred bucks each in it too. So if, One of us fails, we're out $200. And I think for myself, it's good to have some accountability, someone to answer to. It, mm -hmm. uh, it made it easier for me just definitely not to go out, oh, fuck it. And, you know, I feel like there's a lot of support also in the Sober Yugen group with a lot of yeah. people that posting things or, yeah. you know, just want to say, hey, I made it on my first week or I made it two years. I, I see a lot of support and people really 
backing each other up. And, and that is that is a help for, for myself also. Uh, yeah. And I kind of like that, that you have a big community and, and yeah, people go together. Yeah, Chibesta. How many members are in that group? We members, have, I like that word. It's beautiful. Yeah, so that, that's a very interesting question because I just looked at it today and we have close to 100 uh, people. I think cool. it's 97 people that signed up for it. And of course, there are somebody that did not resist the, uh, the, the good stuff about uh, the alcohol power. And so far, I'm doing a, um, a video, like a little tribute to all that made it this month. And so far, we are more than 70 people that's still going full sober in January. That's 70, that's awesome, 70% man. roughly. That's yeah. That's so that, that's, and in the beginning, I thought like, yeah, if I would have like five to 10 friends that would join me just to support me, I would do it because I'm also supporting friends and we can support each other. But now we are over 70 people that's doing it. That's very, very a scary number, to be fair, seen yeah. in the Tuba Jugend. <laughs> but I think that I think it's good to have the group too because I think some people are struggling with it more than others too. Like I've just seen yeah. some of the message. Some people are really like it's fucking hard. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's good, you know, that we're I mean, we're all it's all fun and stuff, but I'm sure there's addictions out there too that uh, need to be addressed. And when there's people you can talk to about it and people who are doing it with you, that definitely helps, right? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. but it's also kind of like in the name if you have a habit. You know, it's like if you have a habit of it, you really need to try to find other stuff to do. For sure. Know, other, other stuff to like motivate you. It's like, what, what am I going to do? Um, you know, which is also like really hard now during, during Corona. Like to be fair, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really lucky being in Sweden that we don't have a lockdown and our bars are still open. So we can still go out and have a drink and socialize and do whatever we want. But like I can really still understand how tricky it must be for those people that must be like at home or to just a small circle, mm. not being able to actually enjoy activities outside of the home. Yeah. Uh, so it must be a real struggle for, for a lot of the people. I think you're definitely right about that one. I think it's it's more than that. It's even if it you know I'm I live in in, in Germany obviously, and we have all those lock lockdown situations. And I talk to people, non-Jugend Jugend people, everybody. And most of the people really dramatically increase their drinking because it's a way it's it's a way of coping with that whole situation, a way yeah. of relaxing. Yeah, that's the way that's the way I handle it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know, I mean, I handle it in a very normally. I'm also sober in that, in that January, which I always do every year. But I, I, I I'm, I'm, I would drive four and a half hours to get my favorite beer from Franconia. And back, so it's nine hours, hour, nine hours drive for beer. So uh, this beer is very obviously very important to me. I want one of these. It's. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll hook you up. Yeah, man. Well, on, on my next trip, definitely, it's the best <laughs> yeah. on the planet. Um, in general, I also feel that it's not also if we're not talking about only drinking, but I've seen also other people in Chuba. You can make other groups to be more social and killing time during the during the pandemic. I know, for example, uh, Sarah from um, from uh, the Dutch girl. Yeah, Sarah Boosten, she, was, she was in Canada for a while, too. Exactly. She made a group called Flamer. Stitch and Bitch, where yeah. uh, she's teaching her friends or the people that wants to do uh, knitting. And they're, they're going into that group, knitting together, talking together, and uh, yeah, probably also partying together. So 
I see a lot of different, um, yeah. Is that a Jürgen group? A Jürgen stitching group? Yeah. 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 I saw that yeah. the other day too. It's, it's called, pretty rad. It's called All My Friends Are Threat. Yes. Amazing. <laughs> and, I, and I thought I've, see, I've seen it all, but no way. <laughs> you know we're getting fucking part. old when, right? Yeah. <laughs> this, we're getting older. This is, an, this is another issue we, I would like to ask the whole group. Do you think that, that eight, because aging i mean i've aged in the u i'm almost i'm what is it uh, 20 almost 20 years in the jugend right now yeah and my, my I, obviously my 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 behavior at parties and my drink I'm never I was never a bad boy really but my drinking behavior really changed because in the first five years i, don't, I never remembered anything and now i do because with with age you sort of you normally you you're you're reducing the your your, your the amount of alcohol you are con consuming right so do you, would you do you think this whole sober Yugan thing, or is is also a sign of the because the Yugans are aging, right? The people yeah. the Yugans are aging and they are more open to a thing like a sober Yugan more than maybe some ten years ago. I think so. I uh I personally felt like I began my life when I uh got into Turbo Yugan um in twenty eighteen of December. Um, I didn't drink. I didn't drink. Um, I was doing the mom thing. Um, and I didn't want my son to see me drinking, but he became 18 and uh, my life began. And I felt like it was just time to party and just, you know, have a good time and be with my friends. And I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it's been nice. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know about the aging part because I feel like I'm still young, even though I'm I'm not. I'm almost 40 here but i mean i felt like my life just began when i started drinking again you took a nice break though too i know someone like myself i've only been the yugen for maybe five years or something but i mean the 20 years before that i was fucking wasted the whole time too i didn't take yugen to party i think we fit i fit with people i met i was yeah. partying when i got asked to join the yugen but i know for myself i'm like 42 almost now and i'm like it starts to wear on you and i'm like yeah like I knew this was due at some point to take a little break for my organs, for my, for my brain, just to clear out and just uh, to get out of that routine. I don't know the routine of like party, feel like shit the next day, order a pizza, feel like shit the next day, feel better the next day, start yeah. get drunk again. Fuck. Right. Like, but well, I was yeah. hanging out with, uh, with a uh, uh, terrible judge in Long Beach uh, for about two years before I got into the Yugen. And yeah. um, I was I sober them, the whole the time. I was so the whole time. Um, Good for you because they until, party. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it wasn't until <laughs> I got in to uh, Turbo Judge in Los Angeles that I started drinking, but it was really slow. It wasn't like, oh yeah, hardcore, let's do this. You no, know, it was. Uh, I was still kind of like, oh maybe I shouldn't do it, type thing, you know, because um, I'm a heavy drinker when I drink, and when I start drinking, sometimes I don't know my limit, you know, and I will like, and I pound them back, man. I can. I, I'm on like six, seven beers and I'm just like, eh, oh, well, let's do more. Let's do two, you know? <laughs> yeah, so. yeah I, I share the same. And, and uh, but also um, I really feel I'm 37 now and I really feel it's getting harder and harder to be that party animal that I want yeah. to be. And uh, the hangovers are getting worse and worse every, every year. Uh, so I and, the, yeah. and the duration of it. For me, yeah. it's yeah. Like Saturday yeah. drinking means pain until Tuesday morning. There you I'm really at it. Yeah. Especially if it was Sunday night. Now it's Tuesday morning. Yeah. 
But like to be fair, I'm I'm still not sure if it's about age. Like to be fair, I'm I'm 25. Like I can really yeah. uh you know be awake until nine o'clock in the morning. I'm still gonna wake up fine a couple of hours later, you know, because I'm still young. But I think there's more of a fundamental change, maybe at least in society. You see all this alcohol-free beers being produced. You see that yeah. there's a market for it. So I think yeah. there's just uh, more that people are, you know, kind of getting used to not drinking all the time. So, so I think that might also be a big part that there are so many that are interested in taking like a month's break mm -hmm. and not necessarily because of age. Because like the Jugend is still growing. You still have young members joining it both uh, yeah. young and old. Uh, some are way older and party all the time and some are like 20 and teetotalers, you know. So so I think it's more of it's like, a, like a fundamental change in society. I agree. The lifestyle than, thing? Rather than the yeah. Jugend yeah. or based on age, for example. I agree. Yeah. Well, I, that's what I, I agree with that also because like I said before, I didn't, I didn't drink, you know, and um, for, for 10 years and then, you know, I, I got into to turbo judging and it was different. Um, it's not an age thing for me. It really isn't. Mm -mm. Yeah. I would like to know if you, and you don't need to answer it, but have any of you guys used any other substance instead of alcohol during uh, the challenge? Nope. Well, I, nope. I, I, I was... I have a little bit. I was, <laughs> I was, I'm, I'm a non-smoker, but I sort of drifted over to snooze, which is a dip in, in the American language chewing tobacco right skull yep. or whatnot mm -hmm. so i'm I, I used one whole can which i never do because I, but I, because since i also stopped eating chocolate mm -hmm. i had the, the, the double turkey the cold one yeah <laughs> but i sort of sort of started doing this chewing tobacco a little bit more but i can turn that down at any point that's good it's not a high it's not a, a really big drug and, and but still it's not a good thing Hmm. But like, uh, I, I, I kind of agree with that. Like, you know, I'm, I've, I've always been a very big fan of tobacco. Doesn't matter what shape or form. Same. But uh, after basically just going clean with everything, uh, the only thing that I might uh, let myself enjoy once in a while, it's either like a Cuban cigar, maybe I still do smoke uh, like tobacco pipes. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, I live in Sweden. I'm I'm Swedish. That means snooze. Snooze. Snooze <laughs> is an important part, a vital part of uh, of the Swedish breakfast. <laughs> and what's it's that? The chewing thing. What's that? No, what's... Uh, like Swedish snooze? It either comes like in a bag, or yeah. or it's just uh, loose. It kind of nearly looks like clay, and you roll yeah. it into a small ball and put it under your lip. Okay, so yeah, the tobacco, tobacco. Chewing tobacco. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. took that question as if you were doing something else like uh, marijuana or cocaine. Yeah. For that me, cigarettes all, is also... like is not like yeah. I don't I don't associate cigarettes with uh with that stuff. Yeah. I mean, well, I've been well, smoking be for fair. a long time. Yeah. To, I started. To uh, go ahead. Like yeah. To be fair, I I get your point, but I still think it's easy to like. For example, if we, if we look at at it in this way, like so, alcohol still will still calm your nerves a tiny mm. bit, you know, in, in a certain way, relax, you know, hang out with your mates. Mm -hmm. so if you stop drinking, it's very easy to start smoking a lot of cigarettes or something like that because it also calms your nerves. So I guess it kind of counts. Uh, still yeah, drug. maybe. But I, but I still get your point, you know, with like, I don't know, MDMA or, you know, any yeah. other 
never of, done any uh, of that. Kind of I know Kevin was like, he stopped, he stopped drinking and he stopped smoking. I couldn't do both. Kevin, you're strong for that, man. I yeah. thank you. I, yeah, I, um, I found that I was, I've been craving the smoking more than the drinking. Mm. And then yeah. also funny, just the taste, even though this has no alcohol in it, the taste of beer makes me want to fucking smoke. Yeah. So I found myself really itching to smoke. It's just, it, they just go together. It's like a trigger thing. And I have a bunch of weed here. I don't weed. Marijuana does not agree with me. Like it makes me oh. fucking quiet and weird. I couldn't even do this interview on it. If I was on it, Please I'd don't be all smoke. like, fuck. <laughs> like, but I was smoking that cause it put some smoke in my lungs. But um, the funny thing about it is I get so fucking high from it that I thought I was drunk because I was like, just kept drinking these and being like, wow, I feel fucked up. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's just the weed. Um, yeah, but, but that's also the thing. You know, weed is tricky, man. You know, it's like you, yeah. you have a few puffs and suddenly you realize you're like a retarded Alan Watts, you know? Yeah, it's, I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah, it's better to just stay away, like, you know? Yeah. I think I did it like two or three times and then I, my buddy came over with some edibles and they got me way too fucked up. And then I haven't even touched marijuana in about two weeks. All right. Yeah. I've never been into smoking weed at all. Lucky. Mm -hmm. you, yeah. What I honestly about, could never do it again and I wouldn't miss it. What about that? We, um, I, I'm going to open this, uh, Flensburger, um, fry, uh, non-alcoholic beer. It has a great sound. Whoops. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I don't know if you can um, recommend any soft drinks or mocktails for uh, some of the listeners out there. What could you, uh, Gracie was mentioning um, energy drinks or uh, Kevin was mentioning some alcohol-free beers. What can you recommend for the listeners to, to drink if they want to try out being sober for a period? Shirley Temples were always my go-to because it was sweet. It appeared to be a drink, you know, when we were out. Um, that that was always my go-to whenever I went out. Um, at home, it, I mean, yeah, the energy drinks are good. Or when I'm at work, because I'm still working. Um, yeah, that helps, you know. But, I mean, I work where there is, like, bottles everywhere and beer everywhere. So, you know, it's like I, uh, <laughs> I would always stop at those aisles and be like, okay, I, I want to get this one. You know, and, and, and when I did start drinking again, I, I tried to go through a couple of them and I even had like that whole, let me, let me try different ones, you mm. know? Um, and I did try some, some zero alcohol beer, but it just wasn't for me. Um, Most of I them has a very weird taste, but uh, yeah. for me as a Danish man, I could surely recommend the, the Tubok uh, Zero, the Tubok Null, and also the Carlsberg Zero uh, Percent. Very, very good. Uh, to be fair, sorry, sorry, Germany. This is only for the sound. It was. It's not that. Yeah, it's shitty, I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, to, to be fair, to be fair, like to be honest, I really prefer a lot of the alcohol-free beers over the alcoholic ones. But yeah, yeah I, I, like I'm, I'm bamboozled by it. When I started trying out a bunch of alcohol-free beers, I thought they would be horrible. Uh, but nah, I really liked them, especially have one called Klaus Thaler. It's oh, a yeah. German one, German, German yeah. one. and it's yeah. it's actually the first. Like they started making it already in the seventies. It's like the first alcohol non-alcoholic yep. beer, and and it's like I love them. They're fantastic, uh, and also I know that Gordon's, like Gordon's gin, 
they have uh, gin that. tonics, like uh, fi- finished gin tonics, like with, with a hint of lime in them, which are yeah. also zero percent, which are lovely, especially me. I'm a big gin drinker. So it's like to be able to have gin tonics without the alcohol. Uh, it's a lifesaver. <laughs> well, I, mean, I heard about that, actually, and I was wondering what that was. And my friend tried it because he's the buddies I'm doing this with look close to home. He said the gin was really good. The alcohol free gin. It's, it's nice. You can go into a grocery store now and there's like 10 different kinds of mm-hmm. fucking non-alcohol. Brand new, beers. Brand new world. And then there's wines, too. Mm. But like, oh, wow. but what I what I'm noticing is that or what I since I'm, you know, I'm from Germany and you have this next next to Klaus Tata, we have this. Which which one is really good? It's an Erdinger Weiss beer. Erdinger. Um, I agree. Free. That's 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 kind of good. I've tried some. Oh, it's cold. the one with the blue label, isn't it? Yes. Exactly. Label. I've tried that one. Oh, it's fantastic. So that's that's kind of good. But apart from that, I live in Cologne. They have this Kölsch or Kolsch style of brewing. It they all taste like horse piss. So I wouldn't go there. <laughs> but one thing I I noticed that if you if you ever come across an alcohol free IPA. For yeah. some reason, they can fake the taste of an IPA really well. I share. There's not game. much of a I, I difference. I totally agree. Yeah. And that's a very good go-to thing. Maybe even at parties, because I was taught at a certain age, you should, when you're drinking, even if it's not a sober month, when you're drinking, you should in between drink water, which I can never do. Yeah. So I'm yeah. constantly, yeah. honestly, when I'm out, let's say in Hamburg, I'm drinking. I don't think that's news anyway, but from... Seven o'clock at night until five o'clock in the morning. Toujours alcohol. Always alcohol. No, it would never cross my mind to 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 ever drink water um, <laughs> while drinking. Maybe that's that's also a starter. But since we you were asked for the for the um, substitutions, mm. Niels, um, I would also go always go for bitter lemon, as uh, uh, Ladybug said. Uh, I think it's also a drink. It resembles something special, some oh, diff, something different than water or coffee or what, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a big soda like guy, it, so it gives you kind of a placebo uh, thing about actually. Yeah, there is drinking something, even though it's not alcohol. It's funny. It's, really I know it, it does. It it gives a bit of a tingle. Like I've I've asked myself a couple of times, like uh, those alcohol-free beer actually make you drunk. But I, but I think, but I, but I think it's you know first of all the flavor and you're used to it to get that reaction, and especially if you're sitting and partying with people that are drinking, I think it's a bit of a, of you know a it's like thing. it's yeah. they contaminate you you know with, with the drunkenness <laughs> uh, like yeah. a collective effervescence you kind of pick it up from the group, uh, even if you're sober. So uh, I've noticed that a couple of times. You know, I it's agree. like. You, you 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 feel drunk like in the moment and then it's time to go home and you know take your bike to get home and you're like oh shit <laughs> no, no i can bike. actually i can actually cycle straight you know yeah. it's like uh, totally impressed with yourself <laughs> and that's yeah, I, I that's so true i remember years ago me and my friend did a big sober and we went out we're out on a boat on his boat and we probably drank like fucking three 12 packs of these O'Doul's between us. And we're just like <laughs> yeah. hammering them down and we're having the best time. We're like, oh yeah, like we're not drunk right now. Like we started, we should like make a commercial where we're shotgunning them and jumping off the boat and just like, cause it's, there's Double something fine. it definitely clicks in your brain. There's, yeah. I don't know if it's dopamine or what, but just the flavor yeah. says it's party time and it kind of makes you happy. And then 
you wake up the next day, you don't feel like shit and you remember everything you did and you have your pants and both your shoes and nobody hates that you. Is yeah, also it's one a, of it's the like perks of not drinking is that you don't get the fucking hangovers. Oh yeah, for sure. Which is probably the greatest um, perk of them all. But, uh, but to go back, let me say this fucking Rattler thing is if you can get these, this is like candy. It's so good. I'm going to have to check that one out because I haven't tried any of these, all these uh, like non-alcoholic beers and all this and that. Like, I'm not into it. I'm like, I'm not going to waste my money on that. You know what what if I don't like it? Those Rattler, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a German word or Bavarian or Austrian word. It means it's a cyclist, right? The Rattler, it's, it's, it's a cyclist. They used, used to mix beer with some lemonade after cycling. That's what and really, that yeah. really got them going. And usually it's alcohol. It's Obviously, it's beer mixed with lemonade, right? But yeah. now, um, as uh, Kevin, as you mentioned, were mentioning, this is a zero point rattler, so it's an alcohol-free yeah. rattler. So that's also all out there. I mean, maybe if we are, if we're not thinking total soberness, maybe a rattler in between. They have the Austrian brewery Stiege. They have a grapefruit rattler, and it, I saw it even saw it in San Diego, at the Pizza Port. Awesome place. I don't know if you're familiar with that. It's a it's a it's a pizza place with that sells lots of um, beers like a microbrewery, and they even had some Austrian grapefruit rather. So if you ever get a, a, across this one, it's it's really really good to drink. I've had them too. Are, are they less alcohol than say a regular beer then because of the fruit? Yes, it's a rather, yeah. right? It's it's a radler. Yeah. It's a mixture, yeah. so it's I would say fifty percent soft bullet. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, but uh, it's going to be interesting to see in the future uh, if you're going to continue the challenge uh, or if you're going to stay a bit sober or at least have a healthier lifestyle. Um, yeah, we can take a, another talk in half a year and see where it all ended up for you guys. Um, and for every one of the listeners out there, if you want to try to do the challenge, please be uh, welcome in the group is called uh, Sober Yugen Challenge, one month without alcohol. Everybody can join. It doesn't mean that you need to do one month. You can also just try it out and try it as many times as you want. But um, yeah, I think it's time to end up this interview and summarize it all up. And uh, once again, thank you for having this talk with us. I hope you have had a great start of uh, the new year, even though we are still struggling with the damn pandemic. And uh, yeah, Chabesta, what do you think you? Will you continue to uh, pause the alcohol maybe or just cut the amount of drinking to a lower level? No, the thing is I'm doing, I'm doing as I want to live basically, right? So I, 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 I do it for Chen. I have my birthday next week, so that's going to be not exactly the, uh, the, the 1st of February, so um, which is obviously before the, the podcast will air, but still I will stop for my birthday. I usually do that and maybe get those for lacking days in February, I can do that. Mm. I will continue continue to drink, but uh, be a better drinker and not not get as fucked up as before. I, it's an age thing, as I as I, I said. So I I guess maybe the the day after the pandemic will be very very wild. I cannot promise anything there. <laughs> but apart from that, I'll I try to be a good boy and uh, maybe mix him some waters in between the beers and the booze. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, why not? Why not? Why not try it out? But I guess that's what we're saying every time, right? I mean, you probably said it before, but uh, let's see where we're gonna end up with it. Yeah, I mean, the one more thing, I'd maybe try to skip 
a few days during the week and uh, only drink on weekends. That's also something to aim for. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, do you have any more things to say here, Triabesta? Very happy to uh, um, um, to to have you guys on, and also Neil, so to, to to take over the podcast. It was did a great job as usual, better than I do. Um, so yeah, let's all keep the keep the spirit and keep the the, the bonding and accept, you know, be drunk, be not drunk, accept everyone, be open. So it should not be a let's not hope that in twenty years we're all gonna be fucked up weirdos and uh, uh, disabled people. So let's be, you know. Um, be smart about thing and um, about things, and um, maybe do it uh, a sober October or September. Maybe to throw in another month, and then we will be all good for years. I will definitely not promise you anything right here, but uh, <laughs> let, let's, give, let, let's give it a go in October. Let's see. Well, uh, um, I'm gonna say thank you all for listening uh, to this sober episode of Tubing Radio. Please feel free to subscribe to the channel and share this episode with your Tubing friends. And yeah, rock and roll. Chibesta. Rock and roll. Hello, Teresa Ray. You're a babe. I love you. <laughs> Good fight. Good night. Thank you, guys. Bye, Thank you for being here. Thank you for having us. Pleasure. All right. Bye. Cheers. Adios, Pete. Hail Satan. <laughs> <laughs>